we're having a hard time getting your live. I need a song so I can get started live at the Parkway Automotive Studios here in the beautiful Warner Robins. Hey. Yeah, that's where we're at. We're here right now. Give me some some beats in my headphones. You know what I mean? Uh, it's Wednesday. It's 10 o'clock-ish. Happy to be here. We have Isaac. Isaac. What Apple, I do. He's the Apple version. Come and on. then we have Zach. Zach. Carrie. Don't know if y'all can see Zach. Yeah, you can. I, right, I, I don't know what center. it looks like. Yeah, he's, he's in the in. middle. Yeah, it's, it's like a three-person video. Yeah, we're all we're all on screen. There we oh. go. There's the light. That's cool, what I was man. looking for right there. That's cool. I didn't know you could do that. <sighs> Movie magic. I mean, you know, Parkway Automotive Studios. I said that. Stay this close to the Very mic. Welcome Very welcome. Very closer, 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 closer. Now talk. Say hello to the people, Zach. Oh man. Oh, nice. he's way off. Like you know, on this. So, <clears throat> do the plugs. I'll fix his mic. What do we we got? Musgrove Trial Firm six seven eight two two six one nine nine four. Got a call, buddy. Any personal injury stuff? Anything you need? He can direct you on several things and give you advice on whatever you ask. He'll he'll be happy to help. And if he can't help, he'll find somebody that can help. Uh, was watching this is funny. Um, for some reason, the it. it's, it's mic- microphones talking it's, to us. It's, it's technical. Right. Is it working? Nope. No. Nope. We'll swap mics. Keep talking. Doing Is the Musgrove. One Call mic. Buddy. We're you having problems. Just start beatboxing. That's what I should do. Uh, no, just happy to be here, man. It's Wednesday. Been running. That sounds like it's working already. Uh, a lot over the last few weeks. Say something real quick. A lot. That's it. Scoot this way. He's still in the shot. I got him. I hooked it up. Oh, professionals. And we back. Black belts. Black belts. Well, sort of. Sort of. Whatever. Wednesday, we're back. Sorry. Doing a lot of training, doing a lot of traveling, doing a lot of different things, teaching, whatever. Uh, left last weekend, went to a wedding. Um, Becca and Seth Morrison. Congratulations. That's strange. Uh, kind of strange to say that. Morrison. I still got to fix his name. I misspelled his that. name in my phone the first time we ever met. Oh, I'm Ooh. not shot anymore. Yeah. What a bad friend. No, Brother. I just never fixed it. That's what, I'm, that's, not, what make, that's what makes you a bad friend. It's like you never fixed it. No, we were that much homies that I just know who it is that's calling You can't spin this one. I'm spinning. I'm the DJ here. I, I, yeah. 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 <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. Congratulations you know, to the happy yes, couple. Congratulations to them, man. It was super fun to be a part of it. And is one of the first, I guess, jujitsu weddings, I guess, like that, that I'd ever been to. Um, I know the pe- jujitsu people who ever got married, but that was definitely the first time two people that I think met that I knew at jujitsu got married like that. Yeah. Uh, and especially two people that met at my school. <laughs> Uh, so it was, it was it was cool and interesting, uh, in all those those ways for a bunch of different things. Um, but because of that being there, we I didn't really get to catch the who's number one card. Uh, I totally forgot there so, was even one until I was seeing highlights the next day. Yeah, so I caught a few of the results or whatever. But I'm gonna go back this week. I've just been the last the first couple of days catching up on what we got to do in our school more than trying to figure out 
what else has happened in the jiu-jitsu world, so to say. But uh, from what I understand, I think Keith Krikorian got a decision against Gabriel Souza, which was a big win and a really, really tough match. And then Gordon Ryan beat Jacob Couch, which was, I think, pretty much everybody's conclusion. But how exactly did it, I'm not, you know, what it looked like and everything, I'm not sure. So may have to go play it back to get the full information on all that stuff. Um, but for us, man, we're, we're, we're doing a lot of ideas about closed guard stuff which is not really like a super in vogue. Is that a word you can say? Do you know what that means? In vogue. In vogue. When you say that term, do you know what that means? What does means? that mean to use that? Phrase. In vogue, does that what, have It's any, not wrong. I mean, Whatever, there is doesn't no mean right or wrong say, It doesn't mean anything to me. Does it mean anything to you at all? I'm indifferent of the word. Indifferent. Okay, Indifferent. Cool. All right. So. All right, continue. I'm going to look it trendy? this up. Is it trendy? No. Closed guard. Not super trendy, I don't think, for a lot of people. I think a lot of people working a lot of other guards. It's not the one that they're going to see a lot about. But I think, you know, we're working a lot of it trying to add some, some arsenal to people's games, some, some systems, if you will, with inside the closed guard. And it's really been interesting for me to, to dig out the playbook, so to say, and try to put together the main ideas of what what I think each thing is because, you know, everybody's seen and done so many things already. The uh, quality or state of being popular at a certain time. Portable electronic devices are in vogue. So like Vogue magazine. It's trendy. That's exactly what it's yeah. for. That's right, what they're, exactly. they're, they're playing on that word. Yeah. yeah. Science. Propaganda. It's the same thing. But, yes, it's trendy. So is closed guard trendy, Isaac? It has been. Right now, is it? No. When was it? I I mean, you wouldn't say beginning, but, I mean, early on in the UFC, they started figuring out that grabbing a hold of them and pulling them close to them kept them from getting beat up, right? I mean, yeah. So before that, they had it figured out, right? That's why it worked right in the UFC. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. That's right. what you're saying. So, yeah. That's so, what I'm so, saying. So like, okay. So like, but then, so the UFC is what made it kind of really a lot rougher than what what we do when we're doing regular jujitsu these days and stuff. But thinking about it, you know, with the strikes or or no strikes, trying to make a style for yourself or for for students that is worthy of either, you know, competition style or like a self defense kind of style or whatever you know having a good close guard is pretty valuable um i've always kind of played it and it's always been one that for the image like i always did mma though and so if somebody can hit you you really want to be able to time up slow it down keep them close to you etc etc but i think with the rules being like five minutes or whatever it's kind of hard to get a guy that knows what he's doing broken down and you know, to make this stuff work. Sorry about the burp. This one back in it. Um, y'all don't want to hear that. That was that was good. We need to get a cough button. You know, make it a official official. That's how you know. I don't know. I just saw that Joe Rogan had one, and I was jealous. Man, never mind. 
I tried to set you up for it. There was a joke there that I, I was gonna, I was gonna go Come to. Come on, but like it's almost like watching Chris Rock hold back a joke. <laughs> I'm not trying to get punched, man. I don't want hit. That was not a punch. You've no. you've grown up. I'm definitely not trying to get open hand slapped. <laughs> In front of the standing, whole world, standing, and just eating it, just anywhere. Period. I don't Even know. if it's a work, no matter what's happening. Yeah, I don't want to. Really catch Would you it. do it for a sale? For a work, for, we were talking about that on the way of right. How much? How much are they paying? I mean, what's the job? What do you pay? think? I mean, Chris Rock has how much money? I don't do know. you really think it was money? I don't know. I don't know. I was, saw he had some Australian tour drop like yesterday, so that was convenient, right? I've really tried to avoid making a hot take on it or a take at all, really, because one, it is Hollywood, right? So it could totally be completely manufactured for whatever kind of reason. Um, it could have been a bunch of different things. It's definitely comedy, which is a thing, you know, and people cross lines all the time in comedy as far as jokes, you know, go. And that's kind of what's funny is pushing the boundaries of certain things or whatever. But is it okay to make fun of a person's medical condition when you're making a joke? I don't know. Some of them, I guess it seems like it's okay. Some of them seem like it's, and I'm not saying it is not, I'm not saying in this specific situation. I don't care. I'm, that's what I'm saying. There's too many variables in this situation, even if it's not manufactured. It's fake. To make a choice. That's what I'm saying. So even it's if fake. real or fake, it doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, it's, no, it's I mean, ultimately worth, it doesn't. Yes. The know. bigger thing is that it's not worth taking a bunch of time trying to figure out and dissect it. It it's just a way now to to virtue signal again about what you would do or why you wouldn't do something on one side or the other yeah. or what kind of person this person is because of a choice they've made previously or whatever and stuff like that. And and man, I just really hate getting involved in stuff like that where you're you're, you're jumping into stuff like that. About well, even if it wasn't meant to be an on purpose distraction, it successfully is. If you look at like right. the way Twitter shifted that, that whole day, right. it was just about that. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. It's like, nothing so of importance. Don't got waste the crisis. You know, don't waste any crises to do whatever you got to do. As far as media goes, um, hmm. yeah. what's your take on that, Zach? I'm just waiting on the the grown ups cast to go see what's up with Will Smith. You know, they don't slap their boy up. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay, he's keeping it. Who's, who's, <laughs> who you think is going to come through for Chris? If Adam Sandler don't, then think, Adam Sandler. Adam versus Will. Which Adam but are we getting? Though? He's got he's got Kevin James too. They all oh, coming Kevin. together. So what if Kevin Kevin versus Will will be a good fight? I think maybe I think so maybe yeah. here comes the boom because he's trained right. He's trained for a while. Yeah. Yeah, he knows a little bit about it. You talking about Kevin? Kevin, yeah, Kevin, Kevin James. James. Yeah. I, wasn't he like a collegiate wrestler or something too? Or not? Uh, like I don't know how far we're going. I, go I think he's that. a wrestler. He, he wrestled in high school. He with did Mick. wrestle and yeah. did train yeah. and has yeah. trained with Nick Foley in yeah. high school. So see, he's a hardcore legend by you know default of knowing that guy. So ooh, that. But then, so who's in Will's? Who would have to come to Will's back then? If, if you start swinging like that, you got like Martin Tommy, Tommy Lee Jones, Martin, Martin Lawrence. Lawrence. Martin's bad not boys. a big dude, but yeah, the mean, bad boys for life. But that, you know, Martin, I don't know how much his, how many skills he's got. So I would think back through my Will Smith. That's big degree. mama. He's coming. I was reading what Wilder was saying. He says, 
y'all never Wilder. seen Big Mama where Martin Lawrence was like the oh, Medea? Yeah, 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 yeah. That character. Okay, so he has to come as okay. Has <laughs> to come as as character. Right. It, with that strength, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So I feel you. I feel you. You don't want Paul Paul Blart. You want here comes the here boom. Come the, right. Into the into the movie. So here this comes is where we're boom. going with this thing. Exactly. Okay. So then what will are you getting then? Are we getting like Hancock? Are we getting like Independence Day? Like, man, none of those dudes can compare to Will then. If we can Will can, who you are. Will can bust out six different characters though, shut all of them down. He's the it. goat, right? Or nah? Or nah. <laughs> who's who's the goat then? Who's the goat action guy, actor, male actor in your lifetime? Who's the best? In my life, like action movies. Since I've been like alive, heroes. I mean, John Cena. No, in, in my life, <laughs> it, it have to be. It have to be Vin Diesel, you know. Vin D, what that, is that, wrong with for you? For my life, no, I'm not saying my favorite. I'm just saying like. I mean, I, lo- alive, I love the man, but not in this argument. I mean, this never is... seen a Fast and the Furious movie. No, I agree with you. I saw the first like four. And then or five. he did the pacifier when I was a child, and that was a, a huge okay. So that one resonated with yeah. you then. Okay. I, he was, um, what year were you born, Zach, for the audience, if you 90, don't mind? The year 1998. Whoo, 1998, everyone. What were you doing in 1998? Some of you may have been born about that time, also. I was eight, he was eight, so that's a big difference. I was going to high school. So, big difference in life right there. That's funny. Will was the man. You know, he was like the dude, the Fresh Prince and all that kind of stuff. And he grew up and started being like the action star. It's like, oh, dang. And then, then he got to his dope. clean rap. That's where he clean, lost me. No, see, clean rap's cool, man. It's nah, he listen, lost me there. But see, you had kids book, by the time he book, was. I, I hear you, but you book. had kids. You don't know Will, man. Like, it's interesting. This is what I'm saying. is like, and this is one of the things we talk about all the time. And this, this is one of the things I spoke about with one of my friends a little bit about that situation. It's like, if you've read his book, it may make you believe that it's real. Because, because in his book, there's some things that make it relatable. You know, this kind of situation to where he would act that way. And, and maybe why. But, you know, whatever. It's, it's, it's interesting because... I don't know. He was like a box office star. He did Independence Days, you know, Men in Black shows. I, I'm not saying he's like the. I'm just talking trash mostly, right? I don't know who my favorite would be either, but definitely not Ben Diesel. Um, yeah, he's not my favorite. The comments saying. are turning if, hard if, against if, you, if Zach. You put me, I'm not you put saying me in the spot. Favorite. I don't know who I would say. I'm not guess, saying. Like, I'm not putting that. I would one definitely out there. have Will way above. I, I, I Vinny, agree. I'm you know. just saying. I, think I mean, isn't Vin alive. Diesel like five six or five five? Really, and they shoot him from below. Allegedly, yeah. I mean, so. I don't know. What are the comments? Who do y'all think? The Rock? They think it's The Rock? No, let's I'm see. For I think lifetime. Sylvester Stallone. He was one. That, that's old. On that's what I'm saying. That's older guys. I'm, 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 I'm trying to figure out who's... I'm trying to date our audience right here. <laughs> uh, let's see. Wilder didn't give anybody. The John Cena made Thomas laugh. My son? Apparently. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> I love uh, Oh, and not to sidetrack because I do want to loop back to this, but somebody was asking about the. Um, See, we were talking about closed guard. Mid South. <laughs> do we have a public roster yet? No, 
we don't have a public roster yet because good question. People be getting scared, man. I don't want to shake anybody. Tune in. I started to release it in the things or whatever, and then you know, it is what it is. We're trying to trying to keep the bracket together at this point. It's really sad sometimes how people don't show up or change their mind as brackets come out or whatever. But it's a part of life, and so we'll release everything like the night of. There's some good dudes in there. Uh, we still have a couple spots, though. Is that why you're asking? Is that why they're asking? Maybe. If you want to get in, then we'll tell you if you're in. We can tell your name to everybody um, if you want to, person. Um, got a couple spots if you want to jump in, though. I think we could probably fill a couple more uh, as alternates for sure, uh, just to have everything in there. And I was thinking, I don't know, I'll say this for the first time. Maybe a couple of like other matches that day. Maybe like if anybody wants to come in and do like a, a super fight or whatever in the between brackets or between rounds or whatever, that'd be kind of fun. So if anybody's interested in some of that, you know, let us know. We may may throw a couple of those together to get it in there, and we can have people inside this time. So if you want to come and watch it, you know, come hang out, bring a chair. We're like, I'll say ten bucks right now to come in just to pay for everything that's in there so 10 bucks you can walk in and just bring your own chair if you use my chair it's 50. mandy's asking about the super prize and then i'm going to tell you which uh wrestler was your son's vote super prize yeah what super prize yeah, you said there's a super prize for the mm. i gotta get it built man it's so it's big mm. It's okay. I have to put it together. The, uh, <laughs> yeah. And I've been busy. Y'all didn't hear the first part of the show? Dad, dad's, in, dad's in the back building it. I've been been building dream weddings. No, I'm just kidding. Want, <laughs> this is true. This is true. That was Isaac, man. Hey, dude, my man was, he crushed the game. Listen, Isaac, despite whatever trash we talk, man, my guy's dependable, y'all. He, he may be five minutes late, but I might be too. But he's on time when you need him. So it just it proved that again this weekend. That was cool. That was one of the cool things to see is Isaac will come through in the clutch. Oh, I'll be the hardest worker you have, but occasionally I'm going to be 15 minutes late. Yeah, yeah. It'll, <laughs> it'll go off the rails a couple times. <laughs> That's but, it, but we're working. We're working. Uh, also, do you want to know who your son's vote was on the wrestler? Or do you, can you guess? His favorite wrestler. I, I I don't know who it is, if this is what that was in response to, but that's the way I'm reading it. Thomas his, said his favorite hero or whatever. Yeah. Do you think you think you could guess? I know who he used to say, but I'm not sure he would say right now. Maybe. No, I don't. It know makes sure. me laugh. Brock Lesnar. No. No. Who? CM Punk. <laughs> See, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it didn't. <laughs> what does he know about him? We'll talk about it. <laughs> it's not. It's not a terrible choice. I don't it's even. Not awful. I don't know why you're I saying mean, it. Like you know, where did you hear about him? What do you know? That's cool. Yeah. Hey, this that's a weird character. It'll, art. it'll be a fun conversation <laughs> to figure this out. Right? Uh, what does your favorite wrestlers or favorite heroes say about you? A lot. That's who you want to relate to a lot. I think the kind of person that you're like striving to be in a lot of ways. So who you base your hero character archetype off of, I think is a big deal. I really do. I think I think it's a huge part of who I am because if I look back at who those people were for me, despite who they were in real life or whatever, but like Hulk Hogan is like the all-American hero dude, you know, say your prayers, eat your vitamins, train hard, you know. That was about the, right the time thing. I was paying attention to wrestling. 
that's yeah, yeah. That's about the time we all were i guess you know enough that whole what well, he was doing it before you were born too but like that's what i'm saying like that. no i meant like yeah 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 i mean like, that's when it took he on, came uh, back around to that i guess again. that would have been the mid 90s and that would have been when i was paying well, still yeah that was before he made the. so this is the thing that was before he made the turn okay like before he did the the, the show where he turned on the macho man right he had never been the bad guy in my life in my entire life, he was never a bad guy. He never once was not the good guy. Even if he lost or whatever the case was, everything ever had been designed to make Hulk Hogan the good guy. And so then when he purposefully flipped, you know, that was about 98, right? I think it was 96. 96, maybe so. I can't remember. That's what I'm saying. That was a pivotal time in my life. I was a teenager, you know, like 12 or 13, something like that. Man. I didn't know what to believe anymore, but yeah, because it was like uh, your hero. Like I said, I, I think it matters. Like trying to do the right thing, whatever. Like the John Cena character of this more recent kind of generation was the same idea: the never give up, do the right thing, or whatever you know, kind of stuff like that. That guy. There's a generation of kids that want to do better because they see that character, Superman. Bash at the beach in Daytona, the birth of NWO. Shut your Wallow. mouth. <laughs> <laughs> wow he uh thomas said to scratch so that now. it's the rock i think that's that's just I said, but you can you can like whoever you like i just i'm just curious how you know cm punk is you been watching what was he on AEW <laughs> right now i don't know where he's at i don't know that's interesting oh yeah he's on AEW. we we watch some stuff or i watch some stuff still like the, like usually older are you stuff. are you are you watching any of the modern stuff not as it's happening week to week, really, but like I will see stuff and watch it. But I'm mostly going back and and dude, I'm watching the stories of how the things were built, and like the character arcs and the way that the history of it, and like you know looking for the parallels and what we're doing and ways that we can maybe steal some of those grassroots ideas while we're in this phase, you know, and scale whatever to to us, you know, but a little bit, but not. I, it's just now that i know what i know about it it's more of like a just performance thing and so it, it's not that i don't respect it or anything like that it's just not as interesting to me as it was anymore to take a lot of time to watch it i would rather just watch some jujitsu and stuff like that it's like a lot of things now today are like overproduced it feels like they they put too much and i guess back then it really was by those standards but our ideas it's more i don't know I feel like there's a lot of things that are like that that get overproduced. Quote well, now it's more dynamic. It's more, you know, high flying kind of stuff or whatever. It doesn't make it wrong. It's just different, you know, and, and like kind of like jujitsu again. It's, like, it's just grappling instead of doing MMA. So for some people, they're like, I don't, I don't want everyone to do this if there's no striking. You know what I mean? So they would rather box than do just jujitsu, but they would do MMA because they could do some striking or whatever, you know what I mean? So there's, there's just like levels and change that happens. And I think that they're like, there's a level of doing the job that doesn't really exist right now that used to exist, like in the performance. Cause back then you had to make people believe the story, like not breaking gay fame, you know, like you had to sell, like they were really hurting you to be great. Like you had to make the other person look good, even if they were going to lose, they had to still be able to look good next for next week. 
You know what I mean? And so there's that, that's the idea where I think, I think about when people are promoting fights or when a guy has a match or whatever, that's why I would not want a person to just like crap all over their opponent and talk like he's no good or whatever in any kind of real way, because you want to keep his name boosted up as well. You want to make them a worthy adversary in some way. Well, because then what's the point in the fight? Exactly. Exactly. Why am I fighting you? It's not, not you know what I mean? I don't want to like, fight a tomato. You look for the truth in that. You know what right. I mean? And tell that story somehow. What is what is really happening here? What is this interesting dynamic? And look for those in each story and try to pull it out of people somehow, you know, or, or of myself, you know, and when I was trying to fight, trying to figure out how to cut promos or get people interested in my stuff or whatever without being the talking about people's families or whatever kind of stuff like that because man like again not to talk about that one more time or whatever but just like yeah man there's like i don't know man there's certain things like i get jokes or whatever and then the jorge masvidal thing versus colby covington like he you know on site means on site to some people yeah like on site means on site like it's not it's not twitter it's not it's not social media world some people when you do or say a certain thing, you've crossed the line now with them, and they mean they mean what they say about this. This is a, this is a thing. I don't know. Like people can feel how they feel about it, but the, I definitely feel that way about some things too. And that's that's why I didn't play any of those kind of games with people when it came down to it because I don't I don't I don't believe in that. You know, if if if, it, if it's one thing, then it's that thing. But if we're trying to, you know, promote a fight, a promotion, and trying to get, you know, sell tickets or whatever we're trying to do or whatever, then let's let's try to do that. But don't cross certain lines, you know what I mean, that aren't really yeah. in that aren't agreed upon fair play. You know what I'm saying? So like if, if we agree that hey, Isaac, me and you're gonna fight, let's sell it, dog. Like we ain't gotta be buddies, but let's sell it. Like if you're gonna say stuff to me, say whatever you want, man. Just obviously don't be talking about my family. Don't call, you know, my kids or any like stuff like that. That's, that's across the line that now makes it like a real personal thing. But you can talk about yeah. me as bad as you want. Say anything you want about me. I don't care. I that's think, not going to bother me. You know what I mean? I think that but you are doing yourself a disservice by just crapping all over the yeah. other guy because it doesn't really always give that return to both guys. And you want to have a risk. You want both guys to end up higher than they left off. You really don't want to send the other guy all the way down. I mean, it happens, but you don't want that as far as promotional value goes, you know? So watching a lot of professional wrestling stuff like that. And then like, like, like now with the benefit of hindsight being 50, 50 and everything, um, you can see the story now where they were doing it a certain way back then, where it used to make me so angry. And I'm like, oh my God, that is so good. It's the point. It's right. It's like <laughs> I used to I hated to Ric Flair as a kid. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Is like he was I hated him. He was the worst dude ever. Like I liked all the good guys, hated all the bad guys. I still do in life. That's still who I yeah. am as a that's what I'm saying. It's like, yeah, I think it's a big deal. I think it I think it reflects you a lot. Actually, uh, that, I've had that conversation a bunch recently. And it's funny talking about Colby, is that like a lot of times you hear the 
wife or the girlfriend of somebody that's like, I can't stand that guy. And you're like, yeah, that's kind of the point. Like he does. But see, the thing is, is like you said, at some point, somebody's going to take you seriously. They're going to call you on it. At some point. And that's the thing about our game is that like it's not a game. Is that like they can pull your card and there's guys in this that are just in this because that's who they are. Well, and everybody says things like, oh, you had all this time in the cage or whatever to do it. But exactly. It's in the cage with a referee with rules. We're agreeing to a game. Times and We're exactly, agreeing you know to a I mean? game. Yeah. It's a lot different than nobody's around to protect you or it's just going to go down like a real fight would happen. Yeah. Like when somebody just wants to mob you, they're just going to, they're not going to. They're gonna never going to do it fair. Have you ever not been in a, have not ever been in a real fight? Have people not ever been in real fights before? Most, I think not. Most people. That, but yeah. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I think not. I think they have this false sense of what like morality is. Like, man, if you get close enough to me and I can tell that we're going to fight, your fault. Yeah. Like, yeah. First, if I can help it. Did you see the Gordon meme? Where it's, I think the one you posted where, or whatever. Yeah, where he's sitting there pointing at the the Leonardo DiCaprio one or whatever. That one was funny. Yeah. That was, out of out of all the memes that came out of this weekend, that was my so, favorite. But yeah, there's like there's there's certain things, man. I think there's certain lines that people in general should not cross in life, whether it's promoting a fight or in general, just doing what you do. Just be a good person. You don't have to trash another person. You don't have to tear them down to make yourself look better. You know, I think that's one of the common things that happens is that in order for someone to boost their self, they feel like they have to step over somebody else rather than trying to make us all be good. You know, it's not about always having to be better than or the best always. For some people it is though. And that's all they care about. And that's, that's their, that's their deal. I have my own version of the best. And it kind of changes. Ad hominem. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I was trying to remember the word. The attack. Attacking the man. Attacking the man and not the idea. Ad hominem. Yes. Like throwing stuff at. Yeah. Exactly. That's not helpful. Right. It doesn't really add anything to the, to the, not the, (laughs) (laughs) the look Zach looked at me. (laughs) Sorry. That was harsh. That's was, not what I meant. He meant that, yeah, he meant being that, that way type is of not discourse helpful. is not helpful. Uh, that is helpful that you, you looked up the word, the term. <laughs> See, we told, we told you you didn't even have to say anything. Like, you just got to come and it would work. You'd just be the perfect. See just, how well you contributed right there? Good job, man. Killing it. Killing it. Killing it. Out here. Um, That's a strike. But yeah, so that's that's the thing. It's like we're talking about this one thing, but now you're bringing up some other thing to try to make it not valid. That's not what we're talking about, though. You know, so it, it's really tough. And I, I mean, know. you see those like in in jujitsu. That's weird too, where guys will like tear down people um, just because they don't like them as people. No, for they'll sure. They'll tear down their game. They'll be like, oh, he's trash just because they don't like to miss people. Well, it's that too. And then being a competitor, sometimes you don't want yeah. you want to you don't give props them. to the guy. Well, because yeah. you, if you, you maybe you feel like if you give them too much credit, then you don't feel confident in your in game. some way. Yeah. yeah right. Because yeah. You, you need to be invincible or whatever. And I think that's a, a you have a, to be that way. 
I think I personally to don't. be the greatest in the world. Maybe to be the greatest in the world. I don't know what that's like. So maybe that's the disconnect that I have. That's why I didn't make it. Yeah, maybe, I, mean, I guess maybe, that's my maybe, question. Maybe the, yeah. I, I can't answer that because I've never been. So I don't feel that way. Some, but maybe that's why I didn't. Interesting thought concept. Or do you think that there's some people out there that are better? They're better than the greatest in the world. They just don't have the need or to fulfill that, so they never actually. So then, are they? I don't know, Zach. What do you think? I don't think they are. Yeah. If you don't do the thing, then you can't be the best in the world. The thing by being the greatest at the world, it the that the, thing. The thing. So what is the thing? Jiu-jitsu in as as a whole, who's the greatest of all time? In what? Since when? You know what I mean? Like that's that's like that's that, you know, and then there's a lot of greatest of all times and different things through different eras. But again, what were the rules? What were you know, what was going on around that, like in the in the world? Like it's funny talking about like humanities. What was it like back then? Maybe they were doing that because they had to. So people were the best then, but only because he couldn't do what people are doing now. Or they didn't have these shoes, so they weren't nearly as fast as we are. Well, that's like my, my grandfather was a boxer in, in the Navy, and, like, uh, he boxed all through high school. And, like, I, I asked him right before, he, like, pretty before he died, like, right before he died, that he was went straight into the Navy, and he was, like, right at 18 and went over. And I was like, yo, you were so good at boxing and whatnot why why didn't you pursue like a boxing career and it was one of the things he's like you know how much they were paying to go get on a ship <laughs> way more than what a boxer was gonna pay me it wasn't was like, a career oh know. good point so it's you know? still not no nah. you know what i mean that's and that's I the mean, thing that's your jake paul apparently. it's tough i mean and he didn't do it just because he's a boxer mm. it's not because he's a great boxer he may be an okay boxer i don't know how good he is he's good enough Apparently, have you watched any? Or unless of it's fake, have you watched any of them? I don't care. No, I've seen the video when they pop up on reels or whatever of some of the highlights of stuff or whatever. But no, I've never watched any of them. Did and I'm not not being a hater. Get your money, dude. I wish somebody would pay me that much money to do it. I would yeah. probably do it. Um, I'd probably box now for that much money. <laughs> There's a lot of zeros. I'm saying. Especially somebody who's like, you're literally getting somebody who doesn't box. Like, right. am I right, Zach? Yeah, you're a little more plugged into the. You're the boxer, I right? I mean, are you? You're a boxer? <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> I, I, I mean, thought that's what you were boxes saying. Boxes together, but, but that's about it. No, we're skilling different, yeah. different kind of boxing. Skilt. But you're more plugged into the youth. You you paid attention to those fights, didn't you? It's the culture. I mean, yeah, I definitely watched. Who won? Nobody. I mean, that's an argument on <laughs> a couple of them. I'm just joking. They're, they did. They did. Everybody involved won. Oh, yeah. For the, for the main event. They all got what they wanted out of it. I hate Tyron got knocked out, but. Yeah, that was. People were saying that's fake. See, that's part of what's wrong is everybody's so cynical. <laughs> that's, see, that's the way I feel. And, and that's no, what pro wrestling did to us. That's, that's what it did to all of us because now we don't believe anything. Now I don't believe anything. Now I believe everybody's a character. Everybody's just playing their role. But in that, I mean, would that be something it did to us or something that it showed to us? Exactly. 
<laughs> what? what? <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. What do you mean? I mean, all right. It so, did that to me. It carried me all the way up until my 13th birthday at the Bash at the Beach. Okay. Which and, is why Wallow commenting on that was, that struck like, a nerve. It really, like, honestly, like, I was, I was ignorant, dude. I, I kind of knew that it was a work to a degree, but I thought the good guys were good guys and that the bad guys were bad guys to a degree. Still, you know, at least Hulk Hogan. Okay. You know what I mean? Like some guys, I know some people flip. Hey, some people flip back and forth, but not Hulk Hogan, man. That dude, he's always like on time, like, you know, all day. Never. There's never anything else. Uh, Hit him with the big boot and the Hogan leg drop. It's actually the same move. Kick him, and then you pick it up again and fall. It's the greatest finish of all time. Right? Maybe. Maybe not. But it worked. (laughs) I mean, it worked. It finished so many people, right? And then he was hyped, and he was happy, and he said his prayers. He did his vitamins, man. He was training hard. Man. You know, and he never went against America. He beat up Sergeant Slaughter, who turned over to Iran or Iraq. Right, he beat the Undertaker, who came from the dead. Right, he beat a dead man. Who does that? Nobody. Hulk Hogan was the only person that ever did that when I was alive. Wallow said something about a weakest finish of all time. I don't know what that was in response to. I just caught it. The leg drop. Listen, man, go watch the WWE's top fifty finishes. It's not number one, but I bet it's not last. I bet it's not at the bottom of the last either. Hell, there's six, seven. It's, it's up there. It's way, it's way up there. Even Why? eight. Just because you didn't like it doesn't mean it wasn't good. Um, what was your favorite one, Wallow? While we're talking to each other here. Yeah, Wallow. Wallow. Chime in. Wallow. If that's your real name. Is that not what I'm saying? I, Wallow. If you just keep saying it, it's fake. It sounds fake. Oh, okay. It's not even a real name. I don't think it's an alias. I mean, this went way off the rails. I told you it would, Zach. See? <laughs> no, but anyways, like, I think that it does, though. Like, you know, the, the wrestling thing that carried not not making it. Okay, first, while though, just, uh, he just wanted you to know, dog, I am a wrestling aficionado. Okay. Sting, Spell Scorpion, it. Deathlock. Okay, I'm a stinger. I'm good guy. Good guy sting. Surfer sting was the man. You hit him with the stinger splash. They walk <laughs> out. It was almost like a figure four. Oh, he's gonna go to like a Boston. It's not a Boston crab though. It's like oh, a figure four. Like we it's like the sharpshooter, right? But it's not the sharpshooter because that's Bret Hart. This is the Scorpion Deathlock. It was you way, just said submission. It works. I, I feel you, man. This. Stinger was the man. He was the other one, right? In the WCW back in the day, it, it, that was the guy. It was Hulk Hogan on the one side for me and Sting on the other side because he was the other really baby fake, good baby Was your whole guy. plan for this to be a wrestling podcast today? No. Okay. Did I say no? I mean, he's wearing the shirt, Zach. Maybe that's what that means. <laughs> I just see, realized now, that. Now I wear the bad guy shirt, the NWA. The they NWA. turned you. Well, because I understand the game now. So you became a bad guy because I, they... I became who I am. 
mm. authentically and I sell it. I never break kayfabe. So it's not a gimmick. That way I can do it every day. That's the biggest thing. That's what made it easy for these guys is that they they believe their own gimmicks and that was actually their problem though is it was something that was kind of unsustainable. They created these characters themselves. Like they had to pay for all that stuff a lot of times themselves. The 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 fancy stuff that they bought if they were acting like they were a wealthy person, they're having to spend their own money. So it was true but also not true in a, in some ways. You know what I mean? Because they're they're now broke because they're spending all their money on stuff like that. So you know, just understanding the the game, so to say, and that it's not always, you know, clear who's good and bad, that there's shades of gray, if you will, and that good people do bad things sometimes. You know, it's, it's just the way it is. Wilo, if you want to argue with Steven, you have my phone number. Just call me. I'll put you on the soundboard. It's that kind of show. That ain't what you want to do, Wilo. Y'all could argue wrestling. Right we, here, it sounds right like now. we're agreeing, though. I don't know. He's he. Everything he types seems aggressive, but I feel like that is because I'm reading. That's how he it. talks, though. I read it in his voice. Yeah, you know he, <laughs> he's super like. It's the Scorpion Deathlock. <laughs> Come on, Dream. I don't know why it sounds like Mike Tyson too. He's <laughs> <laughs> all of a sudden a mix between. Like, what's his name from Scarface <laughs> and Mike Tyson? <laughs> Sorry, Zach. Save me. Who's your favorite wrestler, Zach? We never even don't finished say that. CM Punk. Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels. Oh, the Heartbreak Kid. See, two. Also, he was he brought he he was one of the first ones too that kind of showed me stuff because he went bad early. He was on the Rockers. Right, which was a tag team. They were they were one of the better tag teams on the up and coming. They never won the title or anything. Officially. Like, officially. But then he kicked Marty Janetti. Like they were supposed to be the homies and he kicked them through the glass. Is that the barbershop, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the barbershop. And it I was like, What? That was the that was the first time I saw it. But then when Sean started acting bad, I was like, Oh, he was just a bad dude all the time. He was just waiting for his opportunity to turn on his homie. Okay, cool. You know what I mean? But yeah. The heartbreak kid. He was dope. He he was a really good case of he put the other guy over every single time out. That's what I mean. Like there's guys that were good, and this was one of the things too. Looking back, Hulk Hogan was the the man, basically, but he didn't really do that great of in ring work. I agree with you know people that say that like the finish, the leg drop, and everything. I enjoy it because it was my favorite thing as a kid. I agree that it's not the most like spectacular movement that you would see, but it's super, that was the crescendo to me. Nostalgia, right? Yeah, boom, boom. This, this was it. It was over, son. That meant the world was back, right? Everybody was, you know, we're good. We can go to sleep. Everything's safe. USA out. You know what I'm saying? I just picture little <laughs> Steven. <laughs> no, you can't imagine. He man, he man was my other favorite. Why? Same character, actually. He but made, why, he why made Hulk Hogan the same person. Again, the dichotomy. You like the opposite. He wants to just misunderstood. He just wants to be himself too, man. He actually didn't mean to be there to to get stuck. He got stuck there because he was trying to help his homie do something. And then his homie screwed him over and left him there and went to another dimension. 
And so now he's the bad guy in the wrong place. Layers. Right? You didn't know Parf- that. Parfaits have layers. <laughs> Instead, he died like 17 years ago. I sent you that today, right? I think somebody yeah. sent me that. I no, came, wait. It, well, no, it no, came no, from my on. algorithm. God, that was the first one. I was going to be <laughs> proud that you've actually got a joke. It wasn't a Mitch Hedberg joke. No? No. Damn it. <laughs> See? I'm trying, man. Where'd that come from, Zach? What was I referencing? Your onions thing? Yeah. Onions? Who, who has onions? Onions have layers. Uh, Shrek, of course. Yeah. Shrek. Well, man, no. that was a Shrek Sorry. joke. The way you said it, that was I a, said it in that's an Eddie joke voice. That, no, that, that, that's that, that is. That's, say it again. That's it. Parfaits have layers. That that is definitely mm. an do, Eddie Murphy appreciation. Do your Mitch Hedberg joke then. Ah, man, now you put me on fire. Which one do you want? I mean, <clears throat> one that doesn't sound like the Eddie one, apparently. How <laughs> <laughs> all that I can hear coming in my brain it's is the same cadence. Watch, like, go back and watch some previous shows where you drop your lines. It's the same cadence at least, right? That's why. That's why Wallow sounds like Mike Tyson. It's the same voice. I get. you're just mad that we called you on that one. Which one? The Mike Tyson. That one was funny. I called myself. Oh, you did, didn't you? Now that I hear it. See, Zach, what well, I told you on the way over here. I'm just trying to just be say it. And everybody, see, everybody just trying to talk <laughs> trash to you about stuff you already know. I'm I, just... I already brought that up. I know that it was a Mike Tyson voice. That's why I stopped doing it. Wallow sounds way worse than that. Um, facts. And you never break kayfabe. That's, that's the one rule that I learned from the 80s and early 90s wrestling. Shawn Michaels, the heartbreak kid. He went through a bunch of bunch of incarnations. When did you start liking him? You were only born in 98. So that was around Degeneration X times, right? Actually, it's the redeemed Shawn oh. Michaels from like 2003. Oh. So born again, Shawn Michaels. I'm at, oh, my gosh. That is a serious character. See, he'd have been through several metamorphoses by then. That's interesting. Why did he resonate with you then? Just by happenstance, I, I was just watching wrestling, and it was uh, him and Shelton Benjamin, and it, it was the the famous like off the like the springboard off the ropes to the super kick, mm. and I was like, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. Then Sean became my guy. Was it? The, what about the character to make it stick? Nothing, just a super kick. That was it at Switch first, and then it was just about how you could never beat Shawn Michaels. I mean, you could beat him. But he was always gonna get you. It was you could, never gonna. You could win the match, but you could never like beat him. Nobody just ever dominated him. Hmm. He always got his in. So see, that's your kind of dude, right? See, he wasn't the bad guy, Shawn Michaels. He man. transcended both, in my opinion. He was just there's there's good guys, bad guys, and it was just like Shawn Michaels was somewhere hmm. neutral. I would say he was a straight bad guy in the nineties, like straight heel. He had Sherry Martell with him. Was really, he was a good heel. He had a mullet. It was nice, nice mullet. Anyways, pro wrestling's great, man. At least parts of it. Wrestling. I mean, if you enjoy the show, right? Just enjoy the show. Like you, whatever show you watch on TV. If you wanted to get some behind the scenes information on how it was done or whatever, that'd be interesting or whatever, you know. And this is just a performance. And we've talked about it, but this is why. This is what led me down this path that we're on as far as grappling and all that kind of stuff, fighting or whatever. It's like, I thought it was real. And then it was like, oh, it's not. I was like, oh, this stuff is real. And it's okay, cool. I'll just start trying to do that then once I figure out how. And here we are. And Man, while I was trying to pick a fight with y'all, he says, Zach must have missed that whooping that The Undertaker gave Shawn Michaels 
at Hell in the Cell. He's trying to strike some nerves. Preach. I'm pretty sure Sean won that match, <laughs> even though there, there might have been a little help from, you know, Kane or whatever, but pretty sure Sean won. That's Kane. <laughs> That's got to be Kane. It's real. It's real. It's real. I mean, it's it is real. JR if you believe is it's real, right? JR is the man. It does. Anything you believe is real is real. If you truly believe it's real. Do you remember there being a story? That's called in, schizophrenia, also. Uh oh Lord. Uh well then this <laughs> question is really gonna help out. Um that uh, do y'all remember a, a point Sorry, in joking. the story of uh I Bad think joke. it was in Huckleberry Finn where uh, there was, like, this period that they were spending at, at this camp, like this town, where there were these two guys putting on a show, and they were doing, like, a like a, like a a um, a play with two people. I don't remember what the term for it is. But, like, it was apparently a terrible play. But because it was so expensive, nobody would ever talk about, trash about the play. Do y'all remember this story? It was something I felt like I had to read. So it was like something educational and it was in some scenario and I just keep racking my brain or maybe I just made this story up. No, I'm not liking the way you're raising your eyebrows and you, you read a good bit. How about I, you, Zach? Uh, it's been, I mean, I don't know, but I haven't read Huckleberry Finn in a long time. So I, I'm trying to think back about some specific parts of it that I'm, don't remember, but then that's kind of impossible. Well, it was like I recently heard somebody talking about the king with no clothes or whatever, and that was what led me down that path of like there was another story that was kind of like in that same vein. There's a lot of stories. So that's believing, believing your own hype or believing the thing, right, like so talking about your like, own whatever game. it is, right, exactly believing the, yeah. your own thing, and that's the and that's a good thing to a degree, but then it can also be a blinding thing to another degree, right? Just being so stuck in certain paths can be troublesome you know and that's the interesting part about life is growing and doing all that kind of stuff so i guess that's you know it's interesting yesterday yesterday was my birthday oh yeah yeah hey it's cool. happy birthday right it comes one time every every one of the years that we have on our calendar we have like you know 12 months march 29th that's that's my day every year i'm 39 so it's been crazy. I was talking like it's it's been kind of cool hanging out with these young guys, except for that now I feel like I'm really old, having to be like telling them all this stuff back. Why you got to do it like this, you know? But not really trying to be. I don't want to beat y'all over the head with it, but like I feel myself getting on these super long rants or whatever, because it's like there's so much information that they don't know that I just assume other people know, you know. So I don't know. It's cool to be here at this stage of life it's fun it's it's also very hard for a lot of reasons because man i don't think i ever young me ever really made a plan to be this age you know past certain points like i i don't think i ever really like had a clear mind of what that kind of stuff looked like when i was younger i never really thought that far ahead you know and then i have obviously in the last few years tried to think about more and more of that kind of stuff and plan, you know, more for the future. Like, it's, it's the joke we have or whatever, but it's definitely not been something I've always been good at because it's never been something that I could rely on. You know, I've never been able to really rely on things always being able to be consistent enough to make a long-term plan. 
And I didn't realize that I was operating that way for a long time. And so it's been something that I've had to dig myself out of. And I find myself wanting to go back to some of those things sometimes accidentally, not on purpose, but just like, it's just the groove you find yourself in sometimes. Um, so working myself out of that stuff has been hard a lot of times, you know, and, and we talk about this. Sorry. We made the joke about this being a mental health podcast. It can be, man. Sometimes like it is. And that's what it started out as a lot of times when I first started the very first one of these recorded shows, it was really me just sitting down on my phone. There was no video and I was just talking to the microphone and it would be whatever stream of conscious would come out. And it was really me trying to start figuring out how to organize my thoughts a little bit better instead of just kind of letting it all just kind of keep bouncing around, trying to put it out there and try to get, you know, a better feel of everything. Um, and it's crazy, man. Like I, I'm, in a lot of ways now so much further than I ever could have imagined when I set out to be like everything, the school, the people, everything. It's just crazy how, how it's going. But it's like, I told him on the way over here, it's like, it's definitely not what I wanted in the beginning though. Kind of, I don't know. And it's not worse though, but it's not, I don't know if it's better. I, I don't know. That's it. It's like, there was no, I didn't know. There was no, there was no way to know where it was going to land. So like throughout the whole thing, it's kind of the, 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 the hopeful end goal has changed so much. Like, and it keeps changing though. And I think that's the weird hard part about it is that it's always ever evolving. Like, and it's never set. There's no one thing that's going to make it stick, you know? And so pursuing all these things that I do, whatever they are, are all still, if you look at it, things that are trying to lead to more of the same stuff, you know, peace of mind, happiness, you know, community, all those kind of things are what I'm looking for. That's what I'm trying to build more than anything else. And it takes a lot of energy to do that stuff, mental, physical energy to be present for all that, you know, because it's a, it's a lot of work. Like it's a lot of work, work, but then it's a lot of work on myself because sometimes things pop up. I don't think about cause I'm in the middle of doing everything else that's going on. And it's like, Oh man, I didn't even realize this thing until now it's passed somehow. And it's like, man, that was, that was a lot more important than I thought it was going to be. I should have like doubled down on that one and, and not let it be what it was. And it's just, experiences you know because you and i think this is a human thing in general we're all living whatever our day-to-day -day thing is and you're just trying to make it for yourself you're trying to be who you want to be right every day and a lot of times it's what's right in front of you it's yeah. what's right there and if it's not right there it's hard to think about it and for me that's what that's kind of what i was saying before it, it it's been hard to have those abstract planning about things that are going to happen because some it's always been so chaotic that I've never wanted to be ready to have a plan because if it goes wrong, that upsets me because you can't make the plan because I can't make it right. Yeah. And that's all I want to do is make it right. And so I try to be as loose as I can and not make a plan because then if it, whatever happens is fine because it didn't matter. Because there was no plan. To be because there was no plan. There's no expectation. Right. And you can't really fail you can't. if there's no expectation. There's no upset if there's no expectation. 
There's no, you know what I mean? And that's a good thing a lot of times, right? Is to not have expectations. Yeah, but it gives you an out. But it gave me a lot of outs. And then they held me back a lot of times. Yeah. And and they they stunt me mentally when I do that sometimes. And it's the burning the ships thing or whatever. You know, it's not always just quitting your job. That's that's burning the ships sometimes. It's leaving behind negative patterns of your life that you that you find. You know, things that you see come up a lot. Why is this why is this always a problem for me? What you know, think about it, figure it out, look at why it's always a problem for you. What's happening when that problem happens? You know. And a lot of times I just get so caught up in what I'm doing because I want to do everything because I feel the opportunity now. This is the first time I felt so much opportunity in the last, you know, these last few years, the first time I've really, really felt like, man, I've got opportunity. So I'm trying to do everything, but then I'm not doing the other things sometimes that I need to do. And then it's too late to do that or whatever, or like I missed an opportunity or something that I really wanted to be able to do like for the kids or for Mandy or for one of you guys, or just not being present because I'm thinking about, we got to make X amount of dollars this week, you know, stuff like that. It's, that's what we got to do. That's just my job to make sure that's what happens. You know, and it's not nobody else's responsibility. This is not me complaining. This is what I asked for. And that's what I'm saying. These are all things I'm realizing more and more and more. It's like, this is what you asked for though. So if you want the things you say you want, you have to do these things and they're hard. How? Right. And so that's the balance. That's the life balance of figuring out the push pull, the, the Kazushi of life, I guess, if you will, of when you, when you go too far, how to, how to rein it back, but not rein it back too far to where you give up all the ground that you made. You know, you don't, you don't want to just quit something because you burned out a little because bit. It's too hard. You, or you don't want to, right. Yeah. You hit the wall on this thing. And so like I'm trying you, to, when you started, you did want to do it. I and did. now it's hard. Yes. And why, why is it hard? Yeah, right. What's making it hard? Is it me? Is it another situation? That's what I'm saying. It's like, what do I need and to I do? Know, to I know for that. me, when I start getting super bugged out and stressed out and I have too many things going on, it makes it harder for me to focus on the little things that I like to focus on. So we've been, I've been trying to make it easier on myself lately to do that kind of stuff. But we started moving the school. And so immediately moving the school turned everything in another direction again. And so what I felt like was pretty good control. And I was doing a pretty good, you know, I still am. I feel like doing a good job overall of like making sure everything's going well and trying to get everything going and yada, yada. But man, I've been running hot lately. Less sleep, less downtime mentally, less everything that I like to do for me. Right. And so trying to program in those times for myself to enrich my own mind, to fill my own cup, if you will, have been hard. Right. And so, so I, I've been trying to figure out those things, right. You as a person, anybody watching or whatever there before you don't have to be me or whatever, but if you find that stuff, like you got to take the time, you got to take the time to stop and slow down. And like, even if it's a day here or there or whatever, because eventually it's going to hit you harder. The longer you push it out, the harder it's going to hit you before you like get that break. So burnout is real. It happens. And you can really hate something that you love. 
if you don't get away from it enough. If you don't something, it, someone, anything, any, anything any, can burn anything. you out. Yeah. Too much of anything is is bad for you. Too much of anything is not good for you. And so finding that balance for me is gonna be tough always. Where do you find the balance in the in in the moment of the non balance? Does that make sense? Like in the moment where it's not an option, where you have to do it. How do you find it? Is that like finding your, <clears throat> like some people talk about their happy place or like meditate? I try to meditate if I can find the space that helps calm me down and I can approach with a better mindset at least. Get away. I, I, I definitely can't do it if I have to stay in that moment. It's kind of hard to break out of it um, because you're just in the thing. Once you do it, like we're doing the shows or whatever, sometimes it's like that two hours before the show, man, I'm just like running, running, running. And then all of a sudden it's like, that wasn't that bad. That was actually pretty good. But that two hours before I'm like, man, my life's ending, bro. It's the worst thing ever. So like, I don't know always exactly how to do it in that moment, but I'm starting to try to rely on my people as much as I can by being honest and saying stuff when stuff's going a certain way, when I recognize it, you know, if I'm starting to feel a certain way, I'll say it and ask for help or whatever and stuff like that. Or if you miss it, you go back and like try to try to do what you can to make it better. If you messed up something or missed an opportunity or whatever the case was, you know, and, and that's just different, but it, it's tough, man. Just, it's tough to slow down when you have so many things going on. Uh, but, one of the things is just trying to figure out in that moment what is the most important thing right now like right now right now what's the most important thing that you could be doing there's other other things to do there's always a million things to do there's always a million other important things to do too but then what's urgent and important you know like what's got to be done right now the grass is greener where you water it Right. Kind of like that. Or do you need to cut your grass today or do you need to make sure you have clean underwear? Speaking of which, like, do you cut your grass right about now? Are you I one actually of those? cut my grass last week. Oh, so you're that neighbor. Yeah. That's <laughs> why you sent that to me. I thought because I, I cut the grass. No, last I week. didn't realize that it was going to apply. I just thought it was it, funny. Oh, it was totally completely accurate. I was the first one in the cul-de-sac to cut the grass. That's your boy because it needed to be done. Why? I hear you. I hear you. One, two reasons. Two reasons. One, it needed to be done, but I was going to be busy for the next several weekends and stuff like that, doing things, traveling, being out of town, teaching or whatever, doing stuff like that. So I didn't know when I was going to have time to clip it again. So before I got to it, it was going to be too tall for Charlie to be going out there comfortably. And she has allergies to everything in the world. So keeping it down is is healthier for her and keeping it, you know, raked up and out of the way is healthier for her. So that's that's one thing. And then two, I put my headphones on and I'll go listen to a book or I'll listen to some music while I'm cutting the grass or doing what I'm doing. And then that gives me the chance to restructure the thought process of the last couple of days. So like or, that's the meditation you're talking about, so finding this, that this moment. This is the thing I've realized about the men that I grew up around is that that's what they were probably doing, tinkering back in the day. And they would go out there and just tinker is that would be i think now that if i could talk to them more that's what they would say 
I'm just trying to get my thoughts together if they could express it that way. Just trying to have some quiet time to think, but they couldn't ever have that or whatever without saying so I'm gonna find you some. had to be working on something. So I'm going to go find something that seems so disinteresting to everyone but else. It's productive. <laughs> I'm going to cut the grass. You want to come push the grass for me? No, cool. I'll put my headphones on and listen to this book about the art of mindfulness or how to find balance or you know, I listened to Will Smith's book on audio like three or four times because it has some really good stuff in it. And did he make a move, whatever? Sure, maybe so. That doesn't discredit all the good stuff that it said, you know, previously in that book that really resonated with me, you know, along the way. So there's things, there's certain chapters in Hickson's book that I'll play when I feel a certain way that'll that'll get me to go. So like I have books in my library on audio that there's chapters I have bookmarked when I feel a certain way that'll help turn the mood. There's songs that I play when I feel a certain way that can help me snap out of the funk or whatever. But the first thing you gotta do is just like be able to label the damn emotion that you're feeling. What is that feeling? Are you mad really? Or are you embarrassed? And is that why you're mad? Because you're embarrassed. You know what I mean? What is the thing? Sad? What? Stressed? Why are you? Okay. Stress is a real thing. Everybody deals with stress. How can you lower the stress level? I've been trying to hand off. So we hired Zach. Zach's one of our employees at the gym. Now we've never had employees. So I don't know. Congratulations. You have a job. You yeah. know, like it's cool though. Like it's great. And so for him, it's an opportunity to do stuff. Start uh, working his way up. Right. If he, if he really want, if he around, wants to yeah. do that, then this it's an opportunity for him to do it. And we needed help. I needed to be able to say, Hey, I need this kind of stuff taken care of or simply, Hey, again, don't let me forget that trash can today or beside the mat. Mm -hmm. Okay. Haven't let you forget yet. I almost forgot until just then. <laughs> just I, then I keep looking at you and I'll remember though. Hey, Zach's like that little thing I would tie around my finger. <laughs> That's your job description. <laughs> <laughs> He's my bread tie on my finger today. So, <laughs> but that's what I'm like, AKA bread time. But listen though, it, even if it's as simple as that, sometimes that's what I need because I need a trash can by the mats, but I also need 60 other things today. And that trash can is the least important one, but I really, really want it when I want it. That one second by the mats each day or each class or whatever, when I want to throw something in there. So that's what I would forget though. But then for that one five second period, in the class, it's gonna be like, oh, wish there was a trash can here. You know, so so do that. Take a day to go get a trash can, or take a day to do your laundry, or take a day to cut your grass. Be proactive instead of reactive. Because when I'm reactive, that's when I start getting emotional. When I'm proactive, I'm ahead of things, right? I'm doing things that I may not want to do, but then I'm getting the dopamine hit of being like valuable and it's not like oh, this is I just got to get this work done yeah i was you know talking I mean? about that the other day in a, um uh one of these voice channels on discord about uh i was i saw this thing where they were talking about adhd and like video games and like when you're playing video games and it makes sense to me of like if it's a really good video game my ADHD is not a problem. Like nope. I, I'll, I'll check off quest. I'm sitting there doing it's things. Part of the game. problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's it's so it's feeding me. But they were talking about using those type games as therapy for people with ADHD because it goes, okay, you can do that in the game. Here's how you can do it in life. You do this task, this task, this task. See, hey, it feels the same way on feels the inside. Good, right? Yeah. yeah. Now do this one. This that's, one. That's that oh, thing. Make your bed yeah. thing or whatever. It's like I still don't make my bed. That's not. I enough. don't either. That's not yeah. enough for no, me. I need way uh, more. 
<laughs> Sorry, man. Uh, it's a good start to the day, but no, but, uh, but yeah, like stuff like that. Like I, I realized that about, I like to go out there and work in the yard. It makes me feel productive to plant flowers last year or, you know, build this little thing that fell apart again right after, but I felt good for like while I built it, you know? And so that, that's what I'm looking for over and over. And that's, I guess what jujitsu has done and MMA and training and having the school and, that's but, definitely what jujitsu did for me. It taught yeah. me how to learn. Well, now I know how to do things and know how to be patient and know how to handle tougher situations more. You know how to be new at something. Yeah, I can I can take the L if I have to too, and just suck it up and, and roll through the round until it's time to get done, and then go home and cry later. You know, it's fine. Just do the work. I've learned that too. You know, not every day is going to be your day. Like, there's a ton of things that you can learn from jujitsu if you're looking for the lesson that you want it's not always about getting the arm bar or the choke or whatever because that's not exactly what you need exactly uh so i don't know that's why this is sometimes a mental health podcast because i've had comments from people before that they don't like other shows that much anymore because all they do is all run down the same topics that the show before talked about and it's just the same stuff and so they want to hear what people really think. And I was like, well, sh I'm kind of crazy, man. So I don't know if people would want to hear what I think, but, uh, this is somewhat filtered. It's heavily. Yeah. <laughs> heavily. There's, there's still a filter going on. He heavy, over here, heavy guys. Filter. Don't well, worry. Because, I, cause sometimes I, like, listen, this is the thing, man. Sometimes I don't even believe all the things I say yet because mm -hmm. I'm trying to understand it. I want to talk about it. With somebody what do you think? Yeah, yeah. And see if they can convince me. And so I may not, I'm not arguing with you, but I'm talking about whatever the topic is with the information. Or I want to know why you believe what you believe. What information yeah. do you have? And it's like, oh, it makes you believe that. That okay. sounds super, super relevant. Then maybe I'll change my opinion, you know, but I don't think a lot of people want to be that way. A lot of people just want to, they don't be, want to change their opinion. They just want to be right about whatever they think because that's comfortable. I want to be right too, but I want to, I want to actually be right. That's the that's the problem. It's like I don't care about being right. I just want to be right. So if I'm wrong, tell me so I can be right later. Like you can win this one, and then I'll win the rest of them for the rest of my life. I'll never be wrong about that again. You know what I'm saying? That's jujitsu. Yeah, that makes sense. You're looking at me crazy. Well, no, I mean I'm just processing it. It's more about the because if like like us we've talked about several things to where you are like trying to explain yourself to me and it's like no man we don't and then by the time we've talked for 20 minutes it's like oh yeah that's the same thing you were saying yeah you're just yeah. saying it another way to say it. so it's like sometimes we're not even disagreeing but if you don't take the time to sit with someone and try to understand what they're saying and not just keep telling you're just gonna feel like you're disagreeing Isaac, you're wrong man no no isaac no Listen to me. It's what I'm saying. Isaac, what I'm saying, not what you're saying. It's like, no, 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 no. You've told me this several times and I've, I've caught myself. But you're like, no, no, no. That's the same thing I'm saying. So I'll shut up and then I'll listen to what you're saying again. And then with that mindset of he's trying to say the same thing he thinks. And then I'll try to filter that through. And it's like, eh, I don't think that's quite still the same. Then I'll try to counter you again. Or either it's like, okay, cool. Yeah, that's the basic idea. That's, that's what I mean. It's like that way. Because sometimes you've told me some stuff and it's like, oh, yeah, okay. Or like the thing you were, you were doing this morning, we had to sit down and work out that that situation. You were doing something I'm going to talk about to a bunch of people that works. Yeah. 
but then I was like, I just don't, I don't understand it though. Like that's it, the, the same reason I was asking questions about it because right. I was like, I know this shouldn't work, but it keeps working. And yeah. so just looking at it though, and then feeling it without actually being engaged with it, I didn't really have an easy enough answer to just tell you not to do that. I knew it was not right, but when you were doing it to other people, I was like, well, they're not stopping it. <laughs> and then I could feel you trying to do it to me when you were doing it. I was like, okay, I can see how that works. So then we had to sit there and do it two or three, whatever times to be like, oh yeah, you just, yeah, that's a terrible idea yeah. because, yeah. you know. You're going to have to rely heavily on catching somebody off guard. Right. And, but and it totally time. works yeah, yeah. one time, yeah. you know. Yeah. One so time. When you have it, <laughs> when it's that one time, that's when you use it. You know what I mean? So it's not wrong. Well, because it's also you're a little beat there too. If 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 you get it in that yeah. scenario, right? So it's one of those it's of like, true. yeah, in the right moment, mistakes it, were already made. If you're trying to pull the shoot and catch yourself, hey, that's a nice little way to do yeah. it. Yeah, mistakes were already made that point. So that's that's kind of the thing. Uh, I don't know. I think the training last week or so has been really really good, like, at least for me because I've been digging into this stuff like. How are you digging at it differently that has changed other than how, what you would normally do? Really trying to make it easy to hand the information to somebody else. Packaged. And have them be able to see it and understand what I'm trying to say. Where the handoffs happen and why. What this is and why. Why do you do this? Because that's the biggest problem people have when they have some experience and you do something they're not familiar with. They, again immediately want to kind of reject it because I like doing this instead. And so then it takes a minute to explain that why. And so if I can show you a clear why in the moment, then there's no reason to ask why Never the why has been answered. And so usually why is because I like to do this It's just a different system. It's not wrong. Even it's just that I like this system or specifically, I'm really trying to teach you this system today is what it is. I'm and trying people, to do people this, want yeah. People want a comprehensive lesson every day. And that really is impossible. Of all of the it's impossible. Yeah. Every position, you can't do it. You can't give a comprehensive play of everything every day because everything has so many variables because each move has two or three variables. And then when they change that one variable, then now you're down two or three. So that's, that's the, the madness of it all. So you can break off one little tiny millisecond. Trying into a to two simplify it is what I'm trying to do. Yeah. I'm trying to make it as easy as I possibly can for people to understand. Um, and I'm not saying that I'm the, the only person that's, done it because i'm actually taking the cheat sheets that I, I got from jake elkins at the ironclad coaches camp i think that's actually next two weeks I, I, april I plug april 14th and 15th i'm not going to be there the ironclad coaches training camp is going to be in birmingham he's doing it there again man it was really good for me a lot of stuff that i knew was reconfirmed and then he has these charts for the ironclad method you can go to ironcladmethods.com and you can see these charts you won't understand what they are until you go to his class so go get them uh it's taken me about a year because it was in April of last year when I went to start really, really understanding. And that's what I'm saying. Like I saw this last year and it made sense, but he was kind of charting out wrestling moves and stuff. Right. But I understood what he was saying in the process there is like, he's not saying that this is a comprehensive wrestling guide, but when you make these styles of, of closed loops, if you will, 
then it becomes an, a closed system that they can't escape from unless you make a big mistake. Right. And then that's on you. It's not the system's fault if you make a mistake. But if I do this, he does this, then that's it. That should work unless you don't do this right. You know what I mean? Uh, or unless he does something else. And in which case, if he does something else, this other reaction, we have that program. Another system. We have the next, these, yeah. these three things are programmed together. And then they could offshoot into another three things, into another three things, into another three things that could all backtrack into another thing, always in a closed loop. The loop never opens, if you will. The handoffs are always easy and it never opens the loop. Would that be the angles that are keeping that closed mainly? See, we're talking about closed guard. Yeah, but it could if you're talking about in 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 a true sense, then it can be the angles are different. But it's the plays. Like if I pull, he pulls back. Like if I grab Zach's in this instance, we're looking at each other. If I grab and pull across his body, he's gonna have to resist back that specific kind of way, or take a step forward. And so if he doesn't take the step forward, then I know he's anchoring his weight to the ground. And so then now I can bring myself to him then maybe and get his foot. You know, so, so just simply like that. Or the Kimura. If he postures up, we're going to go for a sweep. If he drives me back down, I'm going to go for the Kimura play. Right? If he gets caught in that weird little in-between zone, maybe I go for the guillotine there then. Right? And then if as I'm going for my guillotine, he starts to posture back up, maybe I grab the Kimura there. You know what I mean? So put one of those little easy, the arm, the Omoplata triangle armbar one that everybody knows from guard. That's one of those three three kind of systems where you can go back forth, back forth without actually letting them go if you play it right. Speaking of which, you have something in your market, Javi. I forgot I had a banner. So is there a banner? Yeah, right here. The dream nogi.mikeandjabi.com. Is it right here? Yeah, right here, right there, right here, right there, right here. It's five bucks a month. We're starting to post at least one class each week. This thing is live. It's alive. It is is constantly updating. It is a evolving technology. Right now we're adding new stuff. And these systems that I'm trying to build through this thing are going to give us a way to track out and chart many different like ideas. So you can go back on there and see some of the classes we already have. But each week, these things are going to start being like, you know, they should they should link up for the one month at a time. The one class each week should link to that month. And then we're having a in series of instructionals that I'm going to build based off of some of the other stuff that we're working on privately uh, and in class. That'll be a little more comprehensive on each individual like topic that the class could be on. Um, so, right. What is it? www.com. The dream, the dream nogi.makajabi.com. We got to shorten that probably, probably uh, make it a little bit. Take the makajabi. I got to pay 15 bucks to do that, but I'll do that soon. Um, if y'all start subscribing, man, it's five bucks a month. Help me out. If you want to get it for free, I can hook you up for a free month. Just message me on Instagram at the dream 10 P and hit me up. What's your, what's your Instagram, Zach? Underscore Zach underscore carry spell it Z A C K. C-A-R-E-Y. If you want a free month of my website, go follow Zach on Instagram and message him and tell him you want a free month on the dreamnogi.mikeajabi.com. And then I'll give you that. You just got to follow Zach, though. 
or just message me or Isaac, really. But follow Zach because it'd be fun. Follow Zach. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah it's a requirement. If I look in your friend group and you're not following Zach, you're asking me, you're asking the wrong guy. So there you go. So just hit me up. We'll give it to you for free for a month. You'll see what's on there. You'll see what we're doing. If you hate it, then cancel it. If you love it, then you just give me five bucks a month. I think nothing to that, right? It's pretty easy to handle five bucks a month, right? I hope so. And then if you really like me, you can buy one of those instructional sets that I'll be coming out with in the next month or so. Because, you know, like I said earlier, I'm a little bit of a crazy perfectionist about stuff. So that's why we don't have any yet. Uh, yeah. Mid-South Classic, April the 9th, 185 pounds, $2,000 going to the winner. And a surprise. That's got to be built. That night, we're having R.C. Higgins out for an art show. An art installment, an art exhibition, if you will. I have one of his shirts on. Huh? I have one of his shirts on. I just realized that. Bad a, Kids Club. He has one of his shirts on. That's right. Doesn't man does a lot of stuff. It's, it's cool stuff. It's cool art. If that's something that you might be interested in, come a, down a, here. A true renaissance man, if you will. 1201 Main Street here in Perry. You can get a ticket to the Mid-South. Come to an art show so you can see the, the Mid-South. You can see the art show. Uh, come hang out with us. The next day is the Freak Brothers Seminar, April the 10th. That's Sunday. 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 I thought you were going to go in. Sunday. I, it, it felt loud. <clears throat> I mean, we could try that again. That's okay. It's okay. okay. It, it didn't feel right. Uh, try later. Richie and Gio, Boogie and Gio, the Freak Brothers, the Martinez Brothers, my coaches, are going to be here doing a seminar uh, we need to get as many of you guys in there as we can. Come on, we still got some spaces available. If you want to go to that, also hit me up. Hit up Zach or whoever, the 10th Planet Perry page. There's links everywhere we can post Zach, to you. You said your name backwards. My man Nate was on the on the is Zach underscore carry. Oh, that's underscore. the wrong one. I, I think it might be right. I think I'm dyslexic. Okay. He got the underscore I'd look in the into wrong that. place. Yeah. I, I would look into the dyslexia. I think I might I might be a little something. <laughs> I'd look into it. Um, anything you want to say, Zach, besides you're dyslexic? We'll end on a more positive note. That's <laughs> 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 good. Nothing at all. It was just no. a fun time. Have you been enjoying being at, at the school, teaching, training, helping work sure. the desk or whatever? Yeah. It's fun. It's what I want to do. Specific challenges, you would say, for a new person jumping into the game? None. Can you reword that? Are there any specific challenges that you've had that you think you were surprised by or whatever? You've been doing it. I mean, I'm built for it. You've been kind of dabbling in it for a little bit, right? Yeah. So you've seen the work. Yeah, I'm built for it. I, I feel that's my dude right there. Going to the top, baby. All the way to the top. Let's go. I'm hyped. Isaac, what's up for you? What is up? Uh, All the stuff I just said, I think, is the next thing for you. I don't even really. I'm resetting. I, did, I I was unaware how much little sis getting married was gonna take. Oh, bro, you were doing the most. This I, I wouldn't. I would not say the most, but I was doing a lot. Oh, for yourself, like at one at like one you point, were doing the most you could. Like that's what I mean. You were doing the most that you could for sure. At one point, I did look around in the room and I was like, everybody's asking me questions, and I'm not sure if you understand which family member you're asking. And you're asking the wrong family member for this information. <laughs> and but then you were the only one that could. But then I was the only one that could really deliver on some done. of it. Oh, so, so. <laughs> like, 
you know, it was that's what I'm saying. So it was sitting there and being there and watching. It was that, fun. Like you came through, man. I, I remember one point somebody was telling you something very important. And I saw three other people like with their finger or their mouth open waiting to like jump in and tell you the next thing. And you had to be like, wait, please. <laughs> and then I was like, somebody tell me something and I'll I'll jump in and I'll do one of those things if it's something that's not required by him. Uh just because it's a lot of stuff going on, man. And weddings are like that. Events are like that. It's always like super hectic and, and crazy or whatever. And then when you get through it, it's like, oh, that was cool. I'm glad. I'm glad that went off like that, unless there was some kind of disaster. But there was none. There was no like crazy stuff. It was really fun. I felt like everybody had a good time. They they did their thing. It was really cool. Uh, I won't spoil the man. I was gonna say the man Keelan got. got I won't spoil. His. I won't spoil any of the the the. Stuff. I'm super excited for that to end up so, in the public sphere because it was really cool. It was really. It, it turned out to be a lot more than I thought when I heard what was gonna happen. I was like, oh wow, this is kind of cool, man. I yeah. never thought about that as a thing like that before. Um, it was cool. It was a good time, and like again, being around you know your family and stuff, and, and, and all those people getting to know you guys a little bit more was interesting. It allows a little more insight to who you and you know, Becca are as people and Seth too, you know, my students. So it's, it was a good experience in that way as well to kind of know more about who I'm dealing with, for lack of a better term. Uh, not in any bad way, but just like, you know, it's like, oh, okay, seeing your dad, it's like, okay, this is Isaac in 30 years or whatever you know what i mean this is this this yeah. could be a good path man i can't i, I can't, can't there's I hope can't, dog there's a lot of hope left in this guy i can't den- <laughs> i can't deny that man uh, is my father at any moment listen man i think like everybody that could that gets older and is a parent there's things that they would do or say where you would be like oh dad or whatever mom hush that's so embarrassing and whatever stuff like that it just but, makes me laugh but he was genuine like that's yeah. what i mean is like he was in, in your mom too but like speaking of your dad for sure he seemed super genuine about everything he was talking about this weekend we got him away from everybody a couple of times and we're just chatting a little about some other stuff you know and it was like on message though everything was still on message he didn't he never broke kayfabe that's what i'm saying so I'm just waiting for the act to fall down. I'm waiting for him to 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 show, you know, to, for him to turn on Macho Man and drop the leg on him. But he hasn't done it. I haven't seen it yet, so I don't know. There might still be heroes out there somewhere. There might be out there, Zach. I don't know. Well, that's enough speculation. I guess this is going to be one of those awkward closes. Is that what you're going for? I don't want to have it. I want to do it better. How can we close it better, Zach? What's a better closing? I mean, six, seven, eight, two, two, six, one, nine, nine, four.